the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. We're calling. We're talking here live from soggy California. We love the rain, but there's an awful lot of it. And I want to welcome Anna-Marie Tirano, who is the author of Stopwatch Marketing, the co-author, I should say. Welcome, Anna-Marie. Oh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me, Cindy. Well, it's a pleasure. I see your picture, and you're this young, ripe writer. <laughs> it's the long hair. I'm actually not that young. <laughs> well, you know what? It looks. It's a good show because when I lo- I read the book, and I was very interested in it because in my I grew up in marketing, and I'm always keeping up with things so that I could stay current. And um, you know, I've been also like all everybody else in America have been following this recessionary time, even though everybody advises not to say the word recessionary, as if the word is going to make it better or worse, you know. Right. <laughs> like, you can't say it, but hello, it's getting kind of near it, you know. Um, and it's really nice to read a book, and you and John Rose and your co-writers seem to do a lot of great research with a lot of great companies about, you know, how to maximize your time, you know, take charge of the time when your customer decides to buy, stop watch marketing. And um, what made you come up with this book? I mean, I think that's kind of a silly question, but I have to ask it anyway. Well, in today's time-starved world, everyone thinks that the customer is always looking for convenience, which probably half the time they are, but it really depends on the situation and the context and what they're buying, when they're buying, and why they're buying. So it moves beyond the general T's and C's of marketing, if you will, to layer on another dimension, which is how much time and energy does a consumer have to listen to your message, weigh the shopping options, and then ultimately make a purchase. And once you understand that, you can make sure that you have your product or service along with its advertising at the right time, at the right place, where your consumer is most likely to be receptive. And, you know, give us, like, your favorite example. I know that you've done research on a lot of Fortune 500 companies. You really worked with some of the better-known names. And, you know, people like, you know, you you went from tire companies, you know, all the way to, you know, you, you were really all over the place with some very impressive names and what made you what, what prompted you to write about Goodyear Tires, Lexus, Whole Foods, Roto-Rooter, how did they come about? How did they come about? Good question. Well, we set up the book to include what we call a shopping matrix, which a marketer can use to diagnose where do the majority of their consumer dollars fall into. And it's one of four shopping strategies. And I'll use the example of Goodyear tires because no one thinks tires are sexy. In fact, no one ever thinks of tire purchases. So think about it. The last time you bought a tire, it was a most likely an unfortunate situation. You had a blowout. You had an accident. And it most likely happened at a very unfortunate time. You were already running late for an important meeting or to the doctor's Hilarious. office. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> so here you end up at your mechanic or the local tire distributor, and all of a sudden they're telling you all these different tire options. And you don't know from Adam. You're thinking, well, the tire that came with the car when I bought it must have been fine. Do I just buy that same tire? And what Goodyear has recognized is that 
they need to make sure their message is there at the tire dealer, at the mechanic when you're there, and that it's seated from both sides, meaning that there's extensive training on behalf of the dealers and mechanics so that they can quickly explain why Goodyear makes the better tire, which in this case is the triple tread. Mm -hmm. And then also that's complemented by point of sale. So there is enough um, materials there on hand that the consumer can quickly scan, get the message, and the product itself visually depicts why it's different and why it's better. So all three things working in alignment make Goodyear Tire, in a way, a very sexy case study, if you will. Oh, it, because it, it is. It, it is. brings to life, hey, it's an impatient consumer. They need to be able to get the message quick, make a decision, and get back to the rest of their day. Impatient, but the thing is, even though it's never usually a pleasant experience, you know, I mean, when you go on a shopping outing, you don't say, oh, let's go look for new tires. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, also the consumer is desperate. I mean, I don't want to put down the consumer, but, you know, they're really in a desperate situation. So, you know, how, you know, how do you get a comforting message out, I suppose, when, and not a rip-offy message across? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, yeah. It's that trust that you must have with the consumer of, you know, you're not just being sold the latest thing that the tire distributor has just been taken out to dinner the night before by someone from Goodyear. That's not it at all. Well, so no. the trust of the product is different. You know, the advertising really hits at home. It's simple to understand, and you conf- you're confident that you can make the right decision quickly. No, well, and, uh, you know, I'm sure what you discovered, well, I know you discovered because I read through the chapters, that they really, took, you know, they knew that point of sale and that mm-hmm. the retail relationships were crucial. Yes. Who they had, customer service, who they had talking to the customers at these times was also a part of the plan, had to be. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and customer service actually comes up time and time again. It's not really a major theme of our book, but it also comes in, up in a case study that we also love, which is, a, in a way, a lot sexier than tires, and it's Whole Foods. Whole Foods has been darling of the stock market, you know, perhaps up until recently, but compared to the rest of traditional grocery stores, it's growing leaps and bounds in terms of its market share, its revenue, its new store openings, the sizes of the stores themselves. And they're successful because they've defined themselves as a recreational shopping experience, which leads us to a second box within our matrix. And the recreational shopper is someone who actually wants to spend the time and energy shopping. In a way, the shopping ex- experience is has much fun has purchasing the item and using the item. And lots of people think, oh, recreational shopper must be a woman buying shoes at Neiman Marcus. That's not mm-hmm. it. Well, this I is mean, a that's help- part of it, it's a more healthy. It's also a more- the enthusiast. No, it's true. No, I think it's brilliant, Whole Foods. And also, you know, everybody has to watch their weight today because, you know, there's so much press in America about how we're allowing ourselves to become whales. <laughs> 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 I know the Today Show every morning has, you know, that just stick it to you if you didn't make it to the gym this morning. Message. No, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, I'm sure that's a part, you know, in terms of recreational, it's an interesting word, and uh, you know, in terms of a marketing matrix, because when you're thinking recreational, it's more than just going into a toy store or an amusement park. It's really making yourself look good. How can I invest in fun food? You know, not getting cotton candy. Right. right, but I'm going to get food that I'm really going to like tonight. Exactly, and it's so. food that looks, feels good, and also makes you look and feel good. And 
there's a reason Whole Foods has that nickname, Whole Paycheck. <laughs> That's it. People are envisioning this as the secret to longevity, to, you know, day-to-day living, um, and they're willing to put in the time, energy, and dollars at that store versus the local grocery store. All right, so uh, am I right then that every product that you've researched in this book fall into this matrix, right? Yeah. In a different, okay. So, you know, whole, so the first matrix, just to review, for, um, for Goodyear Tire, what was that part of the matrix? That is the impatient. The impatient part the of the matrix, okay. Exactly. So when the person doesn't have a lot of time and you need to make sure you're there right at the second where they want to make a purchase. Okay. That's not when it's recreational, where yeah. they have much time and energy. Okay, so now we're going to move forward, I guess, to the impatient and the painstaking. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't know which ones you were going to go to first. You know, I had the four categories, so it's interesting in the way that, you know, in the way that the press release reads, they have it in, um, you know, the impatient, reluctant, painstaking, and recreational. But, you know, yours is probably better, you know, painstaking, <laughs> recreational. <laughs> I like to jump around, keep it interesting. Of course, Painstaking is that shopping behavior where a consumer is, much like recreational, willing to invest time, money, energy into the effort, but it's a much longer purchase cycle because there is fear that they will make the wrong decision, and it's the wrong decision that they will have to live with for a long time. So unlike just dinner you're purchasing at Whole Foods, in painstaking, it's when you're thinking of your child's ed- college education. It's when a bride is thinking of honeymoon or her bridal dress. It's when you're buying a mattress. It's not that you're buying a mattress every you know, year or every time you're even in a new relationship. It's something that comes up maybe once every five years, once every ten years, or once in a lifetime, and you are very fearful of making the wrong decision. Therefore, you'll spend a lot of time consuming a lot of information. And the marketer needs to make sure that they understand this very long purchase process, this this thought pattern, and that they're there continually with messages that keep building up who they are and what makes them different. And it was fascinating for us because it applied to not just goods, you know, not just mattresses, but, you know, when people think, and, hey, marketers and people, a lot of them have college-age kids, or they could even remember back when they were in college or going to business school. It's a decision you will live with for the rest of your life. That's so pretty painstaking. That it's pretty pain. It's very, it's, it's even more painstaking when you're doing it for your kids, believe me. It uh, wasn't as painstaking when I did it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, you're right. It's like, or the house you're going to buy. Yes. You know, I mean, that's really painstaking. Oh, completely painstaking. And it's funny because that's, the painstaking recreational kind of pops up in that real estate market. Now, there's the people who read the real estate sections on the weekends all the time because they're just, you know, it's fun to imagine. But then when they actually go about purchasing the house, it's a painstaking process. Oh, yeah. No, especially today with our great American mortgage crisis. You can see that I'm very emotional in the way that I describe our current financial situation. (laughs) All the headlines are reading that everyone's pulling back on their spending. 
Well, it's affecting everybody. I mean, you know, it, 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 the whole thing is just a painstaking political environment because the banks gave people loans that they shouldn't have given them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, and I'm sure that affects, you know, and we'll go into it in the next segment, I'm sure that affects, you know, why stopwatch marketing is most important to the consumer more than ever before. Um, and also more, you know, more important to the marketers than ever before because right. I, I keep on bringing up that we're living in this sort of flat environment. It has to affect everything, you know, and I don't mean to be singing the song of gloom or anything like that, but it just uh, it makes it makes stopwatch marketing all the more relevant today. So it's a compliment. Now we're going to have to take a commercial break, and we'll talk more about it when we come back. Okay, Anna Maria? Great. Okay. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com, or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Young people, do you want a forum to discuss your ideas and thoughts about what matters most to you? Speak Up brings together diverse voices, cultures, and ideologies from college-age adults across the country. Host Gina Holland provides a different perspective on how current affairs impact future generations. Broadcasting live every Thursday, Speak Up with Gina urges young Americans to think, ask pertinent questions, and affect change. That's Speak Up with Gina, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. 
If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. And we're back with Anna Maria Toronto, a co-author from Stopwatch Marketing, Take Charge of the Time When Your Customer Decides to Buy. I'm fascinated by all of this, Anna Maria. I mean, you know, now that I'm like really studying this with you on the phone, it's, um, it, it seems like there's all kinds of cross strategies where, you know, um, sometimes it's beneficial to have, you know, the consumer who takes a long time, and some, and then it's beneficial to have the consumer that takes a short time. So tell me how when it's beneficial in which situation. Um, it's beneficial in which situation. Um, when they take the short time, it, it all goes back to essentially understanding how much time the consumer is willing to give you. Um, versus dictating that outright. So much like the theme today of consumer centricity, you're not just understanding the demographics, the psychographics, what makes them tick, but also do they want to give you just a minute of their time, 10 seconds of their time, or are they willing to give you an hour or more to listen to your message? So it really depends on the situation. Usually when your product is priced higher, um, so it's, you know, that that um, purchase that doesn't happen all the time, say it's an interview suit, if you will, versus, you know, a suit for every day, then you're going to recognize the consumer might be taking more time towards it, hitting a few more stores, and you want to make sure that your marketing complements that effort versus, hey, someone needs to go out and buy a legal pad to bring to the upcoming interview, boom. You want to make sure your product is there at every single location near them, much like McDonald's strategy of uh, geographical expansion. Yeah, I have to say Staples because this was a recent purchase. Mm-hmm. They were, I needed a notebook before I went to a meeting yesterday, you know, because sometimes you just don't take your legal pad with you, and it was like a big meeting. Right. So, I mean, Staples, thankfully, had ev- – I, I mean, I've never seen this in Staples before, but they had everything out front, little notebooks, big notebooks, colored filing, you know, carry files and all of this kind of stuff. I'm like, ooh, you know, sweet. <laughs> exactly. Well, they get it. They get it that you're an impatient shopper in that situation. You know what you're looking for, and you really hope and pray that they've got it when you walk in the door and that a cash register is freed up so you could immediately turn around and get back to your meeting. And I'm going to play a little game with you. I'm going to name, you know, a consumer purchase situation, and mm-hmm. you tell me whether it's impatient, painstaking, recreational, or reluctant, okay? Okay. I mean, is that fun? <laughs> yes, that sounds fun. And what I'll do is because it depends on the situation and the purchase, uh, the actual person involved, I'll give you, you know, kind of the conventional wisdom, if you will, so what the majority would most likely find themselves in. Okay. No, this sounds like it's really good. Let's say sneakers. Sneakers. Uh, depends on the audience. I'll give you two instances. The recreational audience, meaning it's a young teenager and they're wearing it because it's fashion forward. So think of the show Entourage and Turtle's character. Yep, we all know him. Yeah, exactly. Queens, New York, right on. <laughs> exactly, Queens, New York. So he spends a lot of time and dollars chasing down that perfect pair of sneakers. It's all a game to him, and he loves that game as much as the purchase itself. That's clearly recreational. Now, look at the other side of it where it's a marathon runner. It's someone who's training every day for the Boston Marathon. It's a painstaking purchase. They're going to go not to Foot Locker, but they're going to go to a specialty retailer who understands 
how they run, the shape of their foot, and try out multiple sneakers because for them, performance is all about how that shoe lives up to its promise during the marathon versus how turtles, you know, or the turtles of the world, if you will, how they want the shoe to look. No, it's um, and probably different than, you know, those women like us that go and work out whenever we can and just want to have the right kind of sneaker for a kickboxing class. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, right, right. And then even think of, you know, the, say, turtle, you know, minus 10 years, so like a teen, a tween, their parent is going to be probably an impatient shopper. So then you've got a pair of consumers walking in the door where the parent is impatient because they just want to get that purchase over with because there's a million more errands to run that day, yet their child wants to take the time because they know that, you know, this is going to, in effect, stand for who they are. It's part of their image they're going to convey in the schoolyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting you have the dual, pur- you have the dual purchase purchasers right. between the mom and the kid. Right, right. And, yeah. you know, the right retailers are able to serve both of them at the same time. And yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, I mean, I think that Journeys does it very well. I don't know if you're familiar with Journeys because it's kind of a regional store. But um, it's, uh, you know, they kind of market themselves to teens on the most mm-hmm. part, but who's buying the teens' clothing? Oh, so right. there's the parent part as well. Um, you know, it's, there's a lot of stores that seem to recognize that, um, you know, and have done a lot of research on how to mollify that dual <laughs> need in a consumer. Right, right, or exploit it, if you will, you know, that it's an interesting dynamic and you have to serve two masters. So, you know, what's the way to do it where both of them don't feel like they're being taken advantage to the detriment of the other person? Okay, here's one, a business trip. Oh, a business trip. Wonderful. Wonderful it's, not, it's not a pleasure trip, so that's why I thought that it might fall in a surprising category. <laughs> right. right. Um, a business trip, I would consider that painstaking um, because you want to make sure that your hotel, your car, your airline, your schedule, what you pack, what you buy for the trip, your restaurant um, reservations, all of that is aligned to pay off on why you're taking that business trip. So you're going to make sure that the stars are aligned as much as possible before you even walk out the door and head to the airport um, because you're willing to invest the time and money to go see a client, go chase down a new customer, take an important meeting, and it's not just the course of an everyday you know, at the office. So you're, you'll put in the time to make sure that gets done. Also, if you're not able to put in the time, then you're going to rely on office support staff or a travel agency or someone else who knows, you know, what you need to make sure that you carry yourself off in the most professional manner. Yeah, I would say I agree with that. And remember, I didn't do the research on this. I'm just talking to you as a business chick. <laughs> right, right, which I am too. Exactly. Yeah. I find it to be extraordinarily painstaking and more so as I'm getting older. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing what we pack. There's such a method to the madness as to what we pack that there's no room for air anymore with, you know, the toiletry situation going through airport security our clothing, what we need to keep us happy on the plane, 
it all has to be well thought out in advance. You can't just, you know, pull it together in five minutes. We all have our list. Oh, exactly. It is painstaking. All right, well, I'll start the little game, and I'm going to talk to you about some of the case studies that you actually did in the book. I know that we talked about Goodyear, and we talked about Whole Foods, but let's talk about why you found Roto-Rooter to be fascinating. Ah, uh, Roto-Rooter. <laughs> um, again, like Goodyear, not what someone would think of as a sexy case study, if you will. But with Roto-Rooter, you know, as soon as something happens, that's it. You know, your your pipes, your drains, everything's not working the way it should be. And you want that situation resolved as soon as possible. What Roto-Rooter has done is made sure they're there. They're there at the first place you turn to look for help. So in the yellow pages, phone book, online, offline, they're the ones that you're going to call because their advertising is so prominent. It catches your eye. It's a trusted name over the years. God, and I know. They were around. I was watching Ruta Ruta commercials when I was four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I remember. I remember the jingle. You know, it was like, you know, Ruta Ruta, that's the name, and away go troubles down the drain. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's it's my like thing. Except for Ruta Ruta shows up in Maytag, you're never supposed to call them because. You know, allegedly their products work so well. <laughs> well, I, listen, if I had a drainage problem, I'm, I wouldn't know anybody else to call except for Roto-Rooter. I mean, I don't know who does that. Exactly. You know, exactly. So. So, so that's a situation where you're not going to fix it yourself. And, you know, you're impatient because, God forbid, you don't want something to happen where you need to use, you know, the bathroom, the kitchen, et cetera. So you're going to go with who's the reliable expert. Whose message are you most comfortable with? Whose, you know, ad does your finger land on when you flip open the yellow pages? No, exactly right. Well, how does the consumer benefit from the new trend in stop watch marketing? How do they benefit? Um, it makes them smarter and more efficient. Um, so both the consumer and the marketer will benefit from it because it's all about time. So on the side of the marketer or the business person, they can read the book, and what they understand is that they need to figure out and leverage how much time and energy a consumer is willing to give them and the message and make sure they're at the right time in the right place. Especially in today's economy, everyone's budgets are shrinking. So it's not just your consumer's budget, but it's also, as a marketer, most likely the dollars you have to spend in advertising and marketing aren't there as they might have been in the glory years, depending on your category. So you have to be that much wiser and that much more creative with how you spend the money and when you spend the money. Then you look at the consumer, they're tightening their belts as well. So they really want to make sure that they're spending their money on something that's going to deliver on the benefit they're looking for and something that they feel comfortable with and trust. And they have enough information to make an informed decision, but not too much information where they just shut down and don't make any decision. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Again, it's such a weird time. That's why I found this book to be really timely. It's just, you know, I'm a baby boomer, and it's like, I don't know, it's the first time that I'm actually, you know, really, really concerned <laughs> About the economy and all of that kind of stuff, you know, it comes a time in your life where it really begins to affect you. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, part of it is, you know, the context that we all came of age in, and then when we got our first jobs, if the economy was good or it wasn't good. And, you know, we look at the generation-wise of, you know, in the teens and tweens, and, wow, this is the first time that they're perhaps not seeing the glory years. 
No, really not. Well, listen, we're going to take another commercial break. We still have more to talk about. Stay tuned with Anna Maria Tirano, author, co-author of Stopwatch Marketing. Thank you, Anna Maria. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do, and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, Power, Achievement, Relationships. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back with Anna Marie Toronto, and we're talking about stopwatch marketing and the stopwatch matrix. I have a question, Anna Maria. Um, you know, it seems to me, and we talked about how, I mean, we actually touched upon how, you know, 
the younger consumer, the teens and tweens, the echo boomers, if you will, you know, have a much different shopping. They have much different shopping behavior than the baby boomer or even Gen X and Gen Y. Um, but I want to just bring some, I, I want to share with you some of the things that marketers seem to do, um, really seem to be screwing up with, okay? And I'm sure that you see it too because, you know, you're a busy woman yourself. Um, without going into naming stores and stuff like that, I hate it when I want to kind of do some recreational shopping for clothing. And it's not really recreational because I really need it for work. So it's kind of recreational slash painstaking. <laughs> and impatience is definitely in there, so I'm combining many, many, you know, I'm, I'm combining three-quarters of the matrix here. And the thing that there, there's nothing worse today that a retailer can do and have a salesperson down your throat. Yeah. I mean, I just you know what I want to do? I want to walk out. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. uh, fear it, it instills fear and annoyance. I don't want somebody to. Can I get you something else? And what are you looking for today? And what kind? Do you want to be on our mailing list? And you know, you know, please give me some academic perspective of why they shouldn't do that. Because for me, it's uh, emotional. Exactly. <laughs> it, right. It's it's. When we're in the stores, we feel like saying, please respect my space. And the other night I was watching a rerun of The Office because, you know, there's no new TV on there. Oh, I know. That's sad. <laughs> I know. I, I watched that office, so yeah. <laughs> and and it was an episode where Dwight um, chose to leave his job at Dunder Mifflin. I can't believe I'm actually talking about this. But it's hey, you're, and you're, he takes a job at Computer Associates <laughs> or some kind of, like, Best Buy-esque store. Right, right. And he finds himself hovering over a person. And there was a woman, she was looking at maybe printers, and he said, just so you know, I will stand here and just let me know when you need something. And I thought, oh, if I was that woman, I would walk out right there. Like that's the last thing we needed, someone to be in our space while we're going through a million things in our mind. And probably 90% of it is not even related to the product or merchandise in front of them. My uh, advice to retailers is to really give their employees the training to recognize, to be able to quickly categorize the consumers as they walk the door, as to, wow, is this something that, you know, the person's going to spend a lot of time thinking about, or they're not and they really want some guidance on what to do. And giving them almost a simple script of a couple questions will help them get their way. We actually worked, we brought this to life by working with a wine shop in the Lower East Side of New York um, and you know, gave them tips on how they can script their employees to figure out if someone coming in the door after work looking for just a bottle of wine is buying a bottle of wine that they're bringing to a hot date or they're bringing a bottle of wine just to dinner to share with themselves and their family, or it's something that, hey, they have to go to a dinner they really don't want to, and it's a reluctant purchase, so they don't want to spend that much time nor money on it. And by asking simple questions, you can get to you know the heart of, okay, do you want to interfere? Do you want to hover? Just leave the people alone. Right, and a, right. And a lot of times in store, you can have the signage, act has another employee so that someone can see the bullet points very quickly and determine whether or not, yeah, you know, this is what they want or if they need more information. I think, and I can't help it because we're two business chicks on the phone right now, but Sephora does a great job of doing that. 
They highlight the best buys. They highlight the products at different price points so that you can go in and you don't have to deal with what you would find at a traditional department cosmetics counter where they're hovering and everything is actually behind closed doors and you have to rely on them for help. Sephora has really opened up that experience and made it transparent, much more pleasurable place to shop. I have to ask you another question because we are two, you know, marketing chicks on the phone together, right? But, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, that we as marketing chicks, when we're going to make any kind of purchase, we want to almost like shake people and say, like, don't you know this is the wrong thing to do? (laughs) Oh, my God, completely, completely. I find myself almost muttering, that's why your company's stock price is, you know, is where it is. You know, but sometimes, and I feel like, and you and I can really bond on this because sometimes, like, I'm pretty outspoken, and sometimes, like, I can't help but saying it. I'm not going to bring up the chiropractor's name, but you're going to laugh so hard. He has taken the, the science of chiropractic medicine and he's trying to change it into vacuum cleaner sales. And I was a desperate consumer, okay? I, I was like the one that had the broken tire, okay? <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, it was, I had back pain and shoulder and neck pain, so this guy is doing demonstrations in my gym. So what am I going to do? I mean, I'm going to run to him, right? Right. You know, I mean, it's kind of like the person that goes into Goodyear Tires, except Goodyear knows how to treat their customer. This guy, I feel like I'm still seeing him, and I want to tell him off every time I see him. Because all he cares about is, are you going to bring people to my seminars, and are you going to refer people to me? And if I, if I give somebody the gift of life, you know, that's like giving them a free appointment, you know, will you, will you um, be an active part of that program? And when I have my seminars, will you please be there because I need you to support me? And you know what? So you're supposed to sign this agreement with him. You know, and, I, and finally I just said to him, you know what, dude, I get paid $300 an hour. So if you want to pay me $300 an hour, I'll be happy to do this stuff for you. But can you please just take care of my neck? <laughs> well, what he fails to understand is that it's not about him. It's about you. Uh, but how and, can, how can somebody know, that's educated... To an end. That's it. <laughs> It is. I, I had to share that with you after reading through your press materials and stuff like that because I swear to God, what's, I'm going to make this poster guy, okay, into the into the chiropractor to stay away from. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Unfortunately, and you know, it, it's almost turned that situation around. I went to a new dentist last week who, um, you know, understood that. I am, you know, very much the reluctant consumer there. I'm afraid of any pain, anything done to my teeth. And um, they really did their best to assure me. The dentist's office is set up almost like a spa. And I thought, this can't only be happening in New York. I'm sure it happens no, all it over. No, it is in L.A. a lot. In L.A. a lot. I'm not sure about the rest of the country, but this is like, this is the new trend. Right. Right, you know. and and it's actually I I think it's a great trend. I think it's it's a it's a great trend because it encourages people to take better care of their health. Well, you're getting them. They're in a more comfortable setting. It is. It is. You're taking them out of being, you know, reluctant and painstaking and almost making, and impatient, and you're making it into a recreational experience. Exactly. As as much as you can. Right, exactly. What a smart strategy. You know, what is smart? Nobody wants to go to a dentist. I mean, so to attempt, you know, to make it into a recreational experience, and at least in some way, I right. mean, you're going to get more customers. So smart. 
you know, my, my quack-back doctor, on the other hand, it's like, I'm hunting for the hills. I can't wait until it's over already. <laughs> but, and he, you know what? He asked for this, okay? He asked for this. <laughs> right. I mean, has he ever sent out a survey um, or done any focus groups to understand what his patients actually want? No, honestly, I think what he did, and you're going to laugh so hard, I think he went to some sales course that's probably not even sanctioned, okay? This is not Stanford, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, like how to get – it's so obvious that he took some kind of cheap course on, you know, how to increase your business through pyramid marketing, okay? (laughs) And maybe they didn't call it pyramid marketing, okay? But it's like Amway. It's like what that used to be because he's so – you know, you know that he's a doctor, so he's not academically stupid, all right. Exactly. He's, he's a medical doctor, but when it comes to marketing, he's like an idiot. <laughs> and he's probably reading all this stuff about social networking and well, thinking, well, yeah, I'm going to apply that strategy blatantly, which is not how it's done. It's really still word of mouth, friend refers friend. And once you see anything that smacks of people either being paid, encouraged um, strongly, that's when people retreat. No, it's, uh, well, at least I, unless, you know, in the Thousand Oaks area, which is a suburb of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. maybe people don't have anything better to do. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of bored housewives. Maybe the strategy is working for him some way, but it's certainly not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to share that with you because I'm really going to kill this guy by the time this is over. <laughs> it's turned to the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we have two minutes till close, and we're almost finishing up. Is there anything you want to say about stopwatch marketing to make people have to buy this book? Sure. Um, What is different about this book versus other books is that it's not just cocktail chatter. It's not just case studies, but we actually give you very practical advice on how to apply the principles of stopwatch marketing. So we set up what are the steps that a business person, whether you have a small business, whether you have a large multi-billion dollar corporation, what can you do to apply the stopwatch marketing principles to better understand your customer's shopping style and then look at your budget and reallocate your budgets and your creative development and product development to match your customer's shopping style. I I really beg that people do, and that's why I I encourage anybody that's responsible for marketing from any walk of life, they have to read this book. You have to get stopwatch marketing because if there's more, you know, quack back doctors out there, it's not going to be good for the economy, and we have the economy bust. (laughs) We have the recession bust, okay? And I really, I have read the book, and as a marketer for a very long time, I just have to say there was new and relevant stuff in here, so you got to go and buy it. It's available on Amazon, Anna Marie? Yes, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, 800ceoread.com. In fact, today is the first day that it's on sale. Is it? How perfect. I'm so excited. Get to Barnes & Noble today. And if you're listening, Quackback Doctor, you ought to go too. Thank you for joining me, and um, I, I wish you lots of luck with this. I hope everybody reads it and, you know, have fun in life. It sounds like, you know, you're having a good time. Great. Thank you, Cindy. My pleasure, and have a great day. All right. Thanks for joining us on Voice America Talk. Bye-bye. Thank you 
you're listening to Stars of PR with Simeon. Please come back next every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for more insider information on the world of public relations with City Rapids and Stars of PR. We'll see you next time.